the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is presented by BetQL. Bet is the home for the info you need to make yourself a smarter better. Plus, their Super Bowl special gives you 50% off their premium data. Just go to BetQL.com, promo code SGP50. That's BetQL.com, promo code SGP50. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you never miss a pick. SportsGamingPodcast.com slash BTV. That's SportsGamingPodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no VIG. That's right, no VIG betting that's legal in 40 states. Sign up at BetterEdge.com, promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's B-E-T-T-O-R Edge.com, promo code SGP. Hello and welcome and to NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee. You can follow me on Twitter at the Ryan McKee. Uh, we're doing something a bit different today for February. No, not just because it's February, but because Zach Swiss Bank Broner could not be here today. So we're doing a one man podcast. When I say we, I mean I am doing a one man podcast. It's kind of like uh, the soccer gambling podcast with Billy. He just does it one person. I've always wanted to try it, never had the guts to do it, but today is the day. It's February. It's a new month of a, of a new year. I mean, it was a new year a month ago, but you know what I'm saying. This is what I'm going to do. I am going to do my best to fly through quick picks and advice for tonight's games. That's Monday, February 1st. And then after about 20 minutes. So if you're listening to this on Tuesday, you can skip ahead about 20 minutes and I'm going to go through some uh, futures picks and answer some questions for uh, listeners. Uh, They've got them to me on our Slack channel. If you're not a part of our Slack channel, you absolutely need to be. So go to sg.pn slash Slack and sign up and uh, check out. We've got different channels for every sport you got to get in the nba one because we're always talking about bets every day uh another thing i gotta real quickly plug uh go to sg.pn slash nba picks and you can check out my most updated picks as well as zach and munoff's picks against the spread for every game every day and i'm just gonna be honest right now and Uh, We are not doing well with our picks right now. We are all all below 500. I was briefly above 500 about two days ago. I was two games above 500. I thought I was getting a hang of it. And then suddenly I had like a one and eight night. So it's just a lot of parody in this season. Uh, Zach's been doing this for three seasons. He's never started off this slow, he says. So if you are struggling with your picks, totally get it. Stick with it. You'll get back to 500. We both, we all plan to be above 500 by the end of the season. We're going to really stick to it. So just please know that. But you still, even though we're not picking winners every day, go check out our picks. Bet against us. If, you know, try try that. That strategy, you know, couldn't go any worse, I suppose. One last quick note before I get into it. Uh, you want to check out betql.co and use promo code SGP50 so you get a... Uh, 50% off your first subscription. Service. Now, the BetQL's premium service is awesome. It has sharp data for college, basketball, NBA, NHL, 
NFL, of course, the Super Bowl. If you want, you know, if you're an NBA gambler that don't doesn't know a lot about football and but still want to bet on the Super Bowl, you definitely want to check out BetQL. So again, check out BetQL.com. Enter promo code SGP50 for 50% off your first subscription. All right, let's get into it, people. The first game I'm going to talk about is Minnesota Timberwolves at the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cavs are favored by minus three and a half. These two teams played last night in Minnesota. So one of these rare back-to-backs in two different locations with the same team. T-Wolves won last night in Minnesota. It was a tight game. The Cavs led in the first half, then suddenly got ice cold in the second half. Not sure what happened we just couldn't hit a shot. Uh, Minnesota right now are three and six against the spread in their last nine games. The Cavs have been playing a lot better ever since Colin Sexton got back and Garland is back too. Sexton and Garland were rough, so Sexland kind of rough last night. Um, but I, I have to imagine they're going to bounce back today. A uh, quick note, uh, this from Munaf Manji. He posted this in our Slack channel. There are seven series where the opponents play each other in back-to-back nights so far this season. Uh, the total is four and three to the over. Favorites are five and two against the spread. Favorites on the money line are five and two. Uh, the second game has had the opposite results from the first game, meaning if the first game went over or under, the second game did the opposite. And if the losing team in the first game won the second straight, and if the losing team in the first game won the second game straight up, the loser of the first is five and two straight up in the second game. The loser of the first game is five and two against the spread in the second game. So uh, based on this, these stats, you would think. Uh, you would want to play the Cavs tonight, and the total is a coin flip. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say the, the total last night was 213, and the total was set at 219. The total tonight is 218 and a half. I have to imagine that the Cavs are going to play a lot better tonight at home. Uh, I, I imagine Sexland is going to score. You know, if you want to go with them for DFS or player props, I would look at both Sexton and Garland for those. And I'm going to lock in the Cavs for tonight. That's that's my lock right there. Uh, moving on, we've got the Los Angeles Lakers minus five and a half at Atlanta Hawks. Um, the total is 219. I'm going to say right off the top, you want to go under, even though that doesn't seem like a very high total at 219. Atlanta and the Lakers are the two teams with the fewest overs. OK, uh, the total has gone under in five of the six uh, of the Lakers last games. And the total has gone under in 12 of Atlanta's 15 games. Also, DeAndre Hunter, who is uh, the Hawks' second leading scorer, surprisingly enough, 17 points a game. He is out tonight. Now, I think Gallo will, uh, Danilo Gallinari will step up and he's starting to be healthy and he'll be starting tonight. in, against Milwaukee, he had 17 points in 17 minutes. So I imagine he's going to step in to that DeAndre Hunter role and probably give you the same amount of points. So uh, I'm not sure how much uh, Gallo is priced on DFS right now, but he's probably a good value. Also, maybe look at his player props if any books are offering them. I'm leaning to the Hawks tonight, plus the points. Uh, the Lakers had a really hard-fought game in Boston on Saturday night. Barely pulled it off by one, despite leading a lot of the way. They looked like the better team, but just lost it towards the end. Neither team scored under a hundred, over 100 points. 
So I, I think that the Lakers win, but I think it is close. Atlanta has been playing a lot better. Make sure to, that Trey Young is in. I know he is uh, he's probable for tonight right now, but he is questionable. So just double check it. Like I said, Atlanta are playing better. They're 5-0 and against the spread in their last five games. Um, at home, 6-1 and one against the spread in their last seven games. So definitely leaning Atlanta there, but you want – I like how they match up on paper with uh, John Collins and Capella. Uh, Angonku, I think he's going to be uh, healthy, and he's like an energy guy who could keep up with Harrell. So I, I, I think that between Capella and Collins, they can kind of cancel out what Davis does. LeBron should go nuts. I'm not sure who, you know, if, if Gallo is guarding him. That's not going to work out very well. So maybe you want to look at LeBron, some LeBron props, but I think it's, it's pretty close. So... But definitely uh, check the news before you bet that. Okay, next we've got the Charlotte Hornets at Miami Heat. Uh, Heat minus six. Charlotte are nine and four against the spread in their last 13 games. Charlotte are also nine. Uh, I'm sorry. The total has gone over in six of Charlotte's last game, eight games. Uh, Miami, on the other hand, are one and five in their last six games. And the total has gone under in five of seven of Miami's last seven games. However, Jimmy Butler only came out back one game ago. He kind of struggled in his first game, but he still had 30 points. And Bam is playing with uh, 20, 10, is averaging 20 points, 10 rebounds at five and a half assists. I like Miami here, even giving up six. I like them to uh, rally back and start playing better. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and take Miami minus the six. I'm seeing a total at 218. Don't know what to do with that. Next game, New York Knicks at the Chicago Bulls. Bulls minus four. I'm seeing a total at 218. Chicago hasn't played since uh, losing a close one to the Blazers on Saturday. Uh, this feels like it could be a schedule loss for the Knicks, who had a a great game for three quarters yesterday against the Clippers and then ended up getting kind of blown out in the fourth quarter. Uh, they are 11 and five in, against the spread in their last 16 games, but uh, the Bulls have been amazing against the spread as well. Uh, the total for the Knicks has gone under in 13 of their last 18 games. So not sure to, what to do with that total, but I like the Bulls here even giving up four. Uh, one thing I I watched that uh, Clippers-Knicks uh, game pretty closely yesterday, and I got to say I really like Emmanuel quickly. Uh, he's probably the best rookie on that team, and, uh, you know, obviously Obi Toppin was a high draft pick. Everybody liked uh, Obi Toppin. Not everybody, but we on this podcast really liked Obi Toppin as a potential rookie of the year candidate, thinking he'd get a lot of minutes on a uh, Knicks team that's not, not too overloaded with talent. That hasn't been the case. He's been banged up. Emmanuel quickly, though, 25 points in 27 minutes yesterday. Just looked like he was not scared at all against that Clippers team. He was pulling up from deep. Uh, sometimes it, it bit him in the butt. But honestly, like I really like him. Look for him going forward. Uh, one last note, I know I was watching the Clippers broadcast yesterday, and I noticed that um, they call Marcus Morris Sr. They just call him Sr., don't know what I think about that nickname. That has nothing to do with this. Just wanted to throw that out there. Next game, Portland Trailblazers at the Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks minus nine. I'm seeing a total of 235. Uh, the Bucks right now are second in points per game. The Blazers are six in point per game. They put up 123 on Saturday against the Bulls. I like that over, even though at 235, it's the highest 
uh, total on the slate. Uh, I think the Bucks are going to win this, despite they haven't been covering a lot of games. But um, I, I noticed Moon off on our Slack channel said he really liked the Bucks to dominate tonight. I'm going to go with them too. I'm not as confident as maybe Moon off is, but um, I, I, yeah, I just don't like this Blazers team, even though they ended up uh, beating the Bulls at in Chicago on Saturday. We got the Sacramento Kings at New Orleans Pelicans. Pelicans minus three. I'm seeing a total of 232 and a half. I really like the over here. The total has gone over in nine of Sacramento's last 13 games. The total has gone over in all seven of New Orleans' last uh, seven games. Uh, New Orleans is four and eight against the spread in the last 12. Sacramento is four and one against the spread in the last five games. So Sacramento has been playing better against the spread. They've won some close ones. However, I still like the Pelicans here. Minus three. Look for Steven Adams to be out. Maybe that opens up the floor a little more. I don't know why uh, Stan Van Gundy, he's got that like traditional coach attitude of he's playing Steven Adams and Zion a lot and that's not really opening up the floor enough for Zion to do what he wants in the center so maybe with Adams out and still he is questionable so I'm not sure but he did go out in the last game uh Zion will maybe have a little more space to uh go off so maybe look for some uh Zion uh player props and DFS plays as well like the Pelicans minus three moving on we've got the Houston Rockets minus five at OKC Thunder I'm seeing a total of 224 really really like the under here uh houston has been playing a lot slower pace since they got rid of harden the total has gone under in 11 of houston's last 15 games i like the rockets here they've been playing a, a lot better since harden left they they seem to be this like team of dogs that nobody believed in and um yeah you, you can you can tell they're playing with an energy uh oladipo john wall Christian Wood really like that threesome right there. Uh, PJ Tucker really fits in well with this group. Uh, they're four and one against the spread in their last five games. They're five and zero oh straight up. Um, and while it's OKC, they've been struggling at home. They're one of the worst teams against the spread at home. Two and five. Uh, moving on, we got my Phoenix Suns at Dallas Mavericks. These two teams played on Saturday. Suns won straight up and against the spread. I'm um, seeing a total of 217 and a half. Booker is questionable. And I think we can't really talk about this game until we know that Devin Booker, what he's going to do. Uh, Phoenix are five and oh uh, in their last five games against Dallas dating back to the bubble. And they are 10 and four against the spread in their last 14 games on the road. So I would like Phoenix here, but they, again, they just played. Um, Dallas has... Uh, is on a five-game losing streak. So you think they're coming back home. They lost to the Suns on Saturday. They're going to be extra motivated. They only have to give up two and a half points at home. Everybody seems like they're healthy. It looks like Kleber is going to be back. So um, I am leaning Dallas here, but it really matters whether or not Booker is going to play. Moving on, Memphis Grizzlies at San Antonio Spurs. Spurs minus three and a half. I'm seeing a total of 220. Uh, the Grizzlies blew out the Spurs in the last game, and I don't—I just don't know how the Memphis Grizzlies keep doing this. Okay, they've been, despite really having being snake bit, one of the worst teams like with injuries that they have. Triple J's been out all season. Valanciunas is out with quarantine. Grayson Allen is out right now. Justice Winslow has never played a game for them, um, and that means that you know they traded away Jay Crowder, one of a, a really 
great piece on the Heat and really great piece playing for the Suns, and they have gotten nothing back for him yet, and yet they still keep winning. They're 5-0-1 against the spread in their last six games. San Antonio are 4-2 against the spread in their last six games at home. So I like the Spurs to bounce back in this one after just getting rolled against from uh, Memphis uh, two nights ago. So despite Memphis having played really well with so many pieces out, I like the Spurs here. Last game on the slate that we'll be talking about, we've got the Detroit Pistons at the Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets minus eight and a half. I'm seeing a total of 218. Hit the over on this hard. That doesn't seem anywhere close near enough to a a good total the over has been hitting for denver 75 percent this season and detroit is a 55 percent hitting the over on all their games so uh really like that over at 218 one of my favorite bets on this slate. i'm seeing denver are six and one against the spread in their last seven games uh you know detroit's been really good against the spread also so far this season not good winning straight up so i think that might be a few too many points for the Nuggets to give up, especially since they played yesterday. They're on a back-to-back situation, but um, uh, I do like that over. I would lean towards Detroit. Don't feel great about it, though. Uh, One of the questions I got from Jake on our Slack is, uh, do we like the uh, Jokic's um, player props? He's he's right now at uh, the over uh, 25 and a half is at uh, minus 104 odds. The assists 7.5 7.5 at plus 16 rebounds, uh, 11.5. That's at plus 106 odds. Um, of those three, I really like the over for rebounding at 11 and a half. Jokic put up uh, 47, 12, and five yesterday. Just insane. He was plus 14 against the best defensive center in the league in Rudy Gobert yesterday. Detroit is 17th in rebounding. Their top rebounder is uh, Mason Plumley, who's averaging eight and a half rebounds so i like Jokic to grab a lot of rebounds tonight so look for the over 11 and a half don't touch the assists though he's he kind of flipped a switch about seven games ago and he seems to be focusing more on scoring than assist numbers it's been i think seven or eight games since he's gone over double digits assists when he was leading the league in assists to start the season so uh, i wouldn't touch the assists um 25 and a half that's right about what he's been averaging all season after a 47-point game yesterday, I might stay away from the points part of this just because you hate to expect him to do that two nights in a row. But, um, yeah, like I said, I, I would go ahead for the rebounds, but uh, uh, I wouldn't touch the points or assists for tonight. Okay, let's get into our listener questions. First up, we've got WNBA Steve asking, who are some bad teams who are still going over on the uh, game totals? Uh, Well, right off the top, I knew Sacramento would be good. I've been betting them on the over quite a bit. They're 12 and seven uh, with the games going over. Their games are averaging four and a half points over the total. Uh, I mean, the best team right now as far as uh, taking the over is Brooklyn. They've got eight. uh, They're averaging 8.7. Their games are averaging 8.7 over what the total is. They're 16 and six as far as uh, games going over. Um, But as far as like specifically bad teams, New Orleans, 12 and six uh, and Washington, 10 and six with the overs hitting, uh, I think. You know, Sacramento, New Orleans, and Washington all falls in the category of bad teams whose games 
are traditionally going over. So definitely watch that. You might see the odds makers start to catch up with that trend and uh, start deflating the totals a little bit. But right now, yeah, to answer WNBA Steve's question, New Orleans, Sacramento, and Washington for bad teams whose games are hitting over. Tuck Tuck Goose asks about the MVPs. Futures to is Embiid a buy? I think Embiid is still a buy, though I will say everybody's starting to catch up on that trend. Um, the odds I just found for the most recent odds I just found for uh, most valuable player awards. I'm seeing LeBron right now at plus 350. He is the favorite for the first time so far this year. Luca has finally dropped to not no longer being the favorite. KD is at plus 500. Embiid. And Luka are at plus 550. Jokic is a plus 600. A long shot that I would definitely like to hit is Kawhi. I'm seeing him at 50 to 1. He looked amazing yesterday against the Knicks. I think people are really sleeping on Kawhi. He is seems to be 100% healthy now. He's playing all the games. Uh, yeah, he did have to sit because of uh, quarantine, but that wasn't his fault. As far as a long shot, yeah, hit Kawhi. We mentioned him last week on the Zach and I liked him yesterday at 30 to 1, 50 to 1, even better. But back to Embiid. I do like Embiid. And um, I think a storyline that you're going to continue seeing pop up is is it the return of the big man? You know, like we've Jokic and Embiid um, are big men back. We have not had an MVP uh, center in over 20 years since Shaq won it in uh, in the 1999-2000 series. So it is time for a center to be back. And Embiid, his team is 15-6, leading the East. He's putting up 28-11-3. He's 40% from three. He's 84% from three throw. He's averaging 32 minutes a game. Here's the problem with him. At 26 years old, he's never played more than 78% of full season games. So I think that's the big reason I would say caution with him is he doesn't play a lot of games traditionally. And as far as his numbers go, those are better than Giannis's numbers the last two years. That He's won it and a big argument with Giannis why he's the MVP is he's a great two-way player. Embiid, one of the best defensive players in the East for sure. Embiid at plus 550, I like it. I liked it a lot better when he was at 12 to 1. Obviously, a lot of people like that. That's why the odds are going. So if you like Embiid, if he's a guy you want to root for, uh, I think he will be popular with the voters. So go ahead and put money on him, root for him. I like Jokic a little better at plus 600 though um, he's going to have to keep putting up monster scoring numbers like last night with his 47 points. Uh, Terrell Furman Jr., he had some odds on East teams to make the playoffs. Hornets at plus 340. Cavs plus 490. Knicks at plus 520. He's asking, do we like any of those? I, I like the Hornets okay at plus 340. They've been looking Good, but I really expect the Raptors and the Heat to start playing better and uh, get back in that playoff consideration, especially with the Heat getting Butler back. And they seem like they're finally getting healthy from all those quarantine things. I still don't know what the Raptors' excuse is, but I imagine with Nick Nurse being one of the best coaches in the league that they will get right at some point. And maybe I'm just beating a dead horse on this one. I don't know, a dead Raptor on this one. But 
Uh, I like them to come back. So I wouldn't put a lot of money on any of those teams because I think they're going to get pushed out. Um, but if you, I kind of like the Hornets. I could see the Hornets pushing Atlanta out of the playoff picture. I mean, they're like right now at number six. I think that the Cavs are probably going to trade away Drummond before the trade deadline. I think he's been really big for them. I think certainly Jared Allen could step up and uh, make up a lot of those numbers. But uh, maybe the Hornets at plus 340. Uh, but don't love any of those. Well, I guess that is it for today. Let me know what you think of the solo pod. Make sure to sign up for our Slack channel at sg.pn slash Slack. Check out all of our NBA picks against this uh, NBA picks against the spread. SG.pn slash NBA picks. Follow me at the Ryan McKee. And uh, yeah, make sure to support our sponsors. And uh, yeah, thanks. I guess that's it. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna go.